Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Way That I See It. My name is Lucy Superfox, and this is my podcast. So a very chilled one today. I am off to Las Vegas tomorrow, so I'm all packed. It's actually currently pouring down, having a big thunderstorm. So if I lose connection and this gets edited together, well, we will see. But I wanted to share with you kind of really part two around the story connected to ADHD, because I think, you know, last time I shared a little bit about how it came to be and what I've learned. And I think this one I really wanted to share with you kind of how I've made massive progress and what I've done since I kind of found out to really shift and change some of the more negative pieces or parts and how you can maybe do the same if you feel like this is, you know, affecting you. So one of the biggest things that I've learned to understand around ADHD is simply the fact that you are dysregulated. So what that means is there was a disorder in your mind that was created when you were in a kind of pre-subconscious state. So when you're when you're kind of under the age of seven, and again, the age depends on the person, but you're very much acting on instinct all the time. You have very little subconscious memory. So you're kind of, you're building impulses, right? But at the same time, what's actually happening is you're conditioning your nervous system. So it's kind of your nervous system is telling you what to do and what not to do. Like, oh, that's hot, don't touch that. You know, that's a nervous system response, not a subconscious mind memory response, right? So the body is in charge in those early years. So somatically, it's learning things. The nervous system is saying that's hot or it's hearing a noise and saying, oh, that's loud or it's understanding things, but from a very much a body and central nervous system level. So when that's happening at a time where you are perceiving things through a disordered lens, right? And that's not me saying there's no judgment attached to that. That's what it's called, right? Attention, hyperactivity, definition, deficit disorder, right? So disorder means lack of order. What's happening is you are actually creating a dysregulated central nervous system because your interpretation of things is way heightened, right? And due to chemical nature, it's way heightened. So your experience of things is often more intense. So people with ADHD often feel things more. So where they feel the negative and they also feel the positive. It's why they can be amazing manifestors, but it's also why they can feel things so painfully that they struggle to get over them. And that makes them a really, really big lovers and it makes them really big fighters and it makes them really passionate people. But it can also make them very tormented and very dark and very trapped because the thing with ADHD is it affects everybody differently. There's not one classic case that is exactly the same from one person to the next. And I know that just from even looking at my family, right? So what I can really share with you on what I have learned subsequently is that the key to allowing the the positive parts of your ADHD that you want to stay and finding a way to overcome the negative parts or the things that frustrate you or the things that hold you back from who you want to be because again it's all a choice right it's a choice at this point once you have the awareness it's then a choice is to regulate your central nervous system now what most people don't understand is I launched a course in 2022 called Becoming and that course is all it's called the confidence course right it's all about for the woman who's lost herself lost faith in herself lost trust in herself and maybe lost away with food or with money. And what I can tell you is what that course is actually about. I didn't know when I was writing it. And now I know was when I was going through this process of regulating myself, I was actually writing a course on how to regulate yourself. And when you are in a state of mass dysregulation, of course, you're not going to be confident. Of course, your central nervous system is going to feel like it's upside down. You're going to feel panicked about everything. You're never going to feel safe. You're going to be terrified of other people's opinions of putting yourself out there. You're going to want everything to be perfect because you hate feeling shit. Like when you are dysregulated, everything feels so fucking awful 
that you don't feel like you can do anything. And so a lot of people label that as I'm not a confident person. I'm shy. I'm scared. I'm fearful. And actually what can often happen is people with sensitive nervous systems, whether that's through ADHD or other forms of neurodiversity or trauma and things that have happened over the years, is that when we have a very sensitive nervous system, when we go through things like a collective trauma, much like the pandemic, and I use that term lightly as a non-therapist, right? But like the pandemic, what then happens is we end up storing a lot of that energy. And if our nervous system takes on too much, which is definitely what I did, you know, through that time, I steered the ship of a big sales organization. I was a keynote speaker for that sales organization. I, you know, worked back in my consultancy because people were on maternity leave and I was the only one that knew the gig you know like there were loads and loads of things that I ended up going through during that period you know I had the dreaded you know thing a few times in the the third time second time second time third time second time it wiped me out for like three weeks you know like there was lots of things that basically caused my nervous system to be even more dysregulated so of course it's then no coincidence that you feel not confident that you feel unsafe that you feel unsure that you don't trust yourself that you don't believe you can put yourself out there like of course you don't so the key then is not once you've again the key is once you've done the head work to understand this stuff to be aware of it to cognitively know this to know that you're good enough to know that you're worthy to know that you can do these things especially if you've done them before right there was an element beyond the knowing there was an element beyond the mind there was an element beyond the mindset and that element was the body work that element was and my, I've said this line before, my therapist said to me, the story of your life is stored in your body. And it was so fucking powerful and so fucking potent. And I recognized that at that point, the answer was regulation. So at that point, I then plugged into nailing my nutrition, prioritizing my sleep, focusing on the quality of the food I was eating. And it wasn't, that I didn't do these things, right? But I'd let them slip. And I think we kid ourselves about how much we're actually doing or what we think we're doing. And I was like, right, setting boundaries around my work time setting boundaries around digital time, especially, you know, I have multiple businesses that are all live and breathe online, very difficult to do, you know, easy to have answer a quick WhatsApp and think it's no big deal. So I started to do these things. And so, you know, I can talk about regulation in future episodes, but for me, it was all the basics, right? If you've got Maslow's hierarchy out for anyone that's into psychology, Maslow's hierarchy out, basically anything that's foundational was the focus of regulation. So sleep, nutrition, hydration, exercise, right? Then I worked out the gym was actually causing more nervous system dysregulation than it was regulation. That's when you've obviously seen me in this new year in 2023 step into doing reformer Pilates. You know, I'm like 20 sessions in now on private lessons. And when I get back from Vegas, I'm going to start some classes because I feel like my nervous system can take on the community energy and take on the energy of being around other people now. So I've been doing a ton of stuff. You know, I've been doing stuff to clear anything stored in this dysregulation. So I've done cacao um experiences I've done Reiki I've done sound baths I've done my god what else have I done I've done uh tons of meditation I've done some vibrational work I've done some chakra work I mean god guys the list is endless there's and there's still so much I could do right and so what I want you to know is that this is an ongoing journey you don't just go from dysregulated to regulated but the confidence course without knowing it became this. So basically I documented everything I did, I documented everything I read and listened to and plugged that and then boosted all the modules. And actually it's going to be a new bonus that lands in the Becoming Confidence course, which is called ADHD and Confidence. And that's all about, since I've really learned how to, what that means, how it means to be confident, even though you have ADHD, that's going to go in there for free because I honestly believe that what people are looking for right now, they think it's confidence, it's actually regulation. And a lot of us are trying to fall back into known patterns of hustle and strife 
when actually what we need to do is find regulation because from regulation, we increase our energetic capacity. When we increase our energetic capacity, we increase our space to hold room for bigger things, more exciting things, more money, a bigger business, a better relationship. But when we're dysregulated, we're not putting out those coherent vibrations, right? Everything's fragmented. And so what I've been working on is like joining up the dots, guys, right? Like regulating your energy centers, regulating your mindset, regulating your body on a chemical level helps you increase your magnetic vibration. So when you increase your magnetic vibration, you increase the opportunities that land in your lap and then you fall into the place where you can trust yourself. And there was a point in fact, there was a long period of time where I didn't even know what to fucking post on social media because I was like, what if I post that? Then what about that? And I overthought everything and it was exhausting and stressful because I used to trust myself. I used to just fucking put myself out there. But the truth was the windows of time of which I've done that, I was probably more regulated and or living in a fight or flight response. So now I'm not living in a fight or flight response or thinking about what anyone else is thinking and I'm actually regulated. I can sit there and go, what do I want to post? And I can trust that the answer is not coming from my ego. It's not coming from fear. It's coming from me, right? Becoming, becoming the woman you want to be. That is what the course was created for. And so basically without knowing it, I created the most fucking phenomenal course for women who feel like they're dysregulated, who feel like they've lost their way, who feel like they want to transform their belief system. And so this course for me, I honestly think will become the flagship. Like Next Level Life was the flagship for, oh my God, since like 2017. So six years I've been teaching that course. I have clients go through it every year. You know, I do that one-to-one with them. But do you know what? I actually think Becoming is, that's going to be the next flagship. I really feel it because I feel like we're going through a time right now where everybody is looking for something beyond an affirmation. They're looking for something beyond a book. They're looking for that deep structured program on how to regulate themselves so they can trust themselves again. And like, I look at, I'm looking at my wall right now and I have a few quotes on my wall, but one of them is your nervous system isn't interested in words. And if you are finding yourself dysregulated, you have to do work beyond the words, right? Of course, there's words in the course. Of course, I sit there and speak, but I'm the work I get you to do is somatic. The work I'm getting you to do is look at these things. And the reason I get people to do this in the course and in the program, and people have just said, you know, I had one client do module one and she unearthed some trauma that she didn't even know she had and she was able to tell stories from her past to the relevant people and actually take other people out of danger and you know the fact that she told me that she didn't have to share that with me you know it's not a led course but what that showed me was that actually we have to trust ourselves and when I felt like launching this course I was like really I don't really trust myself right now I'm not really sure but what that was is my deep inner me saying do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And as I built the course, I built it as I went. I didn't build it in a week, right? I built it over the period of three months as I was going through the second half of my regulation. And what I can tell you is the feeling I hold in my body, the feeling I have in every moment is so different to even three months ago because I sleep when I know I need to sleep. But yesterday, okay, so here's random. Yesterday, I was super dysregulated. I wake up yesterday morning and I was like, no, I do not feel good today. And then I had Pilates booked in and because it's one-on-one, it's not like you just bail on a class, right? I was like, no, I'm going. So I went to Pilates, Josh drove me because I was like, I don't think I'm up for the walk as well. Went to Pilates, did the session. We did a lot of leg work. It's quite intense. Afterwards, we went and did a bit of shopping for Vegas. So I'm nice and ready. And then came home and I slept for two and a half hours. Now, the point is at that point, I could have pushed through. I could have been like, right, I've got a list of things that I have to get them done. But I didn't. I was like, I'm dysregulated. I'm exhausted. I've got some things that need to get done. What can get done tomorrow? What needs to get done today? And that's what I prioritize, right? And so I think 
I trusted myself in that moment to know the difference. Whereas in the past, I might have pushed through. And look, not everybody has the luxury of having a two and a half hour nap on a Saturday afternoon, but I did and I do. And so I take the luxuries that I have. And where I sit right now is somebody who does trust themselves. I sit here on this podcast and I don't question everything I've said. I don't listen to them back and think, oh God, why did I say that? Because I trust myself. I know myself and I like myself because not only have I done the head work to clear the bullshit stories about what I believe, which is the first part of the course, right? Then in the second part, I've also done the body work. I've released the trauma. I've released the stories. I've regulated the nervous system. And and look, I can push myself too far. Like I've obviously done this week, lack of sleep. I think I had a caffeinated coffee this week. I think I had a glass of champagne, you know, like things that, you know, actually don't serve me really on the whole. Those things sent me into dysregulation. I have to then do that work to regulate myself. So what I'm not here to say to you is this is a one and done. I'm fixed. Here we go. I'm not broken anymore because I don't believe it's anything like that. What this is about is about recognizing that when there is a disorder in the early stages of development and that creates dysregulation and sensitivity in the nervous system, you are likely operating from the memory of that sensitive nervous system rather than the trueness and the fullness of who you are. And when that's the case, you will always respond with fight, flight, fawn or freeze to the things that are even slightly out of your comfort zone. So when you hear things like push yourself out of your comfort zone, what that is for someone with a sensitive nervous system is a fucking safety zone, right? You've created a paradigm. You've created a whole life around what keeps you safe. You will tell stories about what's possible for you and what's not possible for you because it keeps you safe. And I can tell you they're all fucking untrue, right? But the challenge is until you can teach the nervous system on a deep level that you are safe through regulating it, through all the body work and the head work and the fucking basics like nutrition and well-being and sleep, I fucking promise you nothing will change long-term. Nothing will grow because when you are dysregulated and your energetic capacity is dysregulated, nothing can stay, nothing can stick, right? You can't hold space for things in a big way in a long period because you're still dysregulated. And so I don't want you to listen to this and use it as an excuse or a reason not why things are not happening in your life because a lot of people will do that. And as Abraham Hicks says, if you argue for your limitations, you get to keep them. But instead, what I want you to hear me say is that you have the power to regulate and desensitize your nervous system by healing, by doing the work to regulate, to process the head trauma, to process the body trauma. And trauma is just an emotional experience, how your body felt in an experience, right? That's what trauma actually means. Trauma is not to say that it inherently lives in this bracket or list of stories. And if it's not that, it's not trauma. Trauma is the emotion you felt within an experience. And so if within that experience, you didn't feel safe, that experience to you is not safe. But you can recondition what happens in that experience, meeting a new person, going out for coffee, going live on Instagram, you know, to do some surface level things. You can recondition that through reconditioning the body, but it is not a one and done process. And so as I sit here, I'm somebody that knows how easily I get distracted. How So here you go, just got distracted, the irony of that statement. So for me, okay, let's give you some examples. So I know one of my tendencies in with my ADHD is to get easily distracted. So what I'm doing now is I am setting times for tasks and or when I catch myself saying, oh, I'm just going to I'm going to I'm just going to finish this first. Now, if the task I'm doing is super, super long, I'll break it into chunks. But let's say I'm on Canva and I'm making a graphic for my podcast. Right. This is what I'm going to do after this. And I then go, oh, I need to message Sarah instead of going to message Sarah while I'm on Canva. I write on a notepad message Sarah and then I go back to Canva. Right. So that's one thing I've learned. Second thing I've started doing is naturally because I'm passionate and excited, I have the tendency to interrupt people. 
And I've surrounded myself with a lot of other people with ADHD. So we all do it to each other. So it's kind of just normal. But when I'm out talking to someone about business or it's a coaching client, or I am really trying to sit back and listen and wait for them to either ask me the question or for them to say to me, what do you think? Or for them to say, like, expect my response. So that's something else I'm doing. Um, the third thing is I am using um, an amazing supplement and the supplement has changed my clarity and focus. And it's weird because I kind of had it in my repertoire for a long time, but didn't use it because I didn't think I needed it. And as soon as I started adding it in in the afternoons, fuck me, my focus has been outrageous. So if you want to message me on Instagram, I can tell you what that is. Um, it's fucking awesome. And what else have I been doing? That's kind of more like surface level things. So what are my other ADHD traits? So number one is I get easily overstimulated. So I definitely felt very dysregulated, overstimulated yesterday morning. So I found myself like scrolling on my phone and clicking because I was already overstimulated. So what I did was go and have a nap in a dark room with a fan. And actually I de-stim, like I desensitized myself. So like, for example, I'm going to Las Vegas this week outside of when I need to be in the busy arena. I will be in my room with calming music on and a fan, right? I will do my work when I need to do my work, but I won't be in the casinos and out on the strip. And because for me, that's too overstimulating. And my purpose of being in Vegas is actually work, right? As I'm speaking, um, I know, holy fucking shit, speaking in front of 6,000 people in person, 6,000 people online is not some small feat. But, you know, I need to be regulated to be my fullest, truest self and my biggest energetic capacity. So, I know I have a tendency to be overstimulated. And so I will work on regulating myself while I'm there with hydration, with getting on the time zone as soon as possible, with using the gym and exercising, getting out for a walk, you know, working with their time zone. So not staying up till 4 a.m. And then being like, oh God, I've got to come back to the UK. Like I booked myself a business class ticket on the way home so I can sleep and regulate myself back into our time zone. Because I'm like, if I don't, the problem that's going to cause is that the end of the month, which is my busiest week of the month, every single month, is going to be up shit creek because I haven't regulated myself. So what you've got to start to work out, and this is where the awareness of what you, and everyone's different guys, this is the thing. You've got to work out with your ADHD, if you have ADHD or other neurodiversity, what are the things that I do that don't serve me that I can change? Because people believe they can't change them. And I can tell you, you fucking can, right? So what are some of the things that are not serving you about what you're experiencing and that you want to get, that you want to change, you want to transform. Because honestly, guys, it's just about habits. It's about reconditioning that nervous system about what happens when I get distracted is I do this. So what I'm going to do instead is this. Just reconditioning that with intention over time whilst regulating the nervous system through all the things I've talked about. So, yep, that's everything I wanted to say. So more to come on this. I will definitely do a live podcast from Vegas that I'll record for you guys on my thoughts in Vegas, maybe after I come up on stage so you can feel the energy of what I talked about and maybe I'll share some clips and snippets with you. But I hope you've loved this episode as much as I've loved sharing it with you. I'd love for you guys to leave me a review. Just click the little three dots, comment below underneath. Let me know what you thought of the episode or drop me a message on Instagram at Lucy Superfox at Next Level Lucy and share with me your feelings. And if you want to get that message around what supplement I use for focus, then make sure to drop me a DM and I can send you the link to purchase that online. So I love you all so much. That was the way that I see it. And I'll see you on the next episode.